Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to episode 87 of the Marathon Running Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to continue running while out of town. This is the Marathon Running Podcast by Letty and Ryan from We Got The Runs. Join us in our running community for weekly content that is motivational, educational, and inspirational and let the marathon running podcast take you from the starting line to the finish line and beyond hey runners welcome to episode 87 hello ryan hello Letty. or should i say aloha aloha pretty much right we just got back from our vacation going to hawaii and so we're actually recording this podcast from hawaii because we moved there we did not move there yet, but we've been thinking about it, playing with the thoughts, you know. It's never too early to think about retirement. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it is. Is it too we early? We don't have enough money to pay for retirement. <laughs> well, we can still think about it, about what we're going to do in a few years. That's true. So how do you like our trip? I like Hawaii. It's got like all the water sports stuff that I like to do. And then you've also got mountains and beaches. It's pretty nice. But you're remote out there, but it's nice. I like it. It's pretty scenic too. And this is my first time going to Oahu, which is the biggest, well, not the biggest island, but the island with the highest population. So when you go there at first, it's kind of eerie. It's kind of weird to have all these freeways in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. It's kind of weird. It is weird. It's weird because they have like major highways and traffic jams and parking meters and all this, but you're in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. It's kind of strange if you think about it. Half the time I was sitting in traffic wondering, where are, where are all these people going? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's we've true. seen it in LA. We lived in LA for a while and there was always a lot of traffic there. So that kind of made sense because you can think, okay, they'll go to Northern California and Southern California and other places, but this is just an island. So anyway, while we were there, we had a lot of fun. Ryan, as he said, did a lot of water sports. I did a lot of running. What did you like about running in Hawaii? I love the change in topography. Change from... So you liked... Oh, you like having topography. Yes, because where we live, every time I check my Strava afterwards, it says my six-mile run had a change of two feet in elevation. <laughs> and when I was there, it was, you know, a couple hundred. It wasn't pancake flat like here in Florida. So the first couple of days, my quads were pretty sore from running diamond head up and down. But in the end, I kind of almost got used to it. Makes you makes you realize that we actually were there for quite a while. It's mid-January now, and we're just now getting back. Yeah, it's colder here in Florida. Um, I also really liked the weather. I fell in love with the temperature for running. It was 70s, 80s, but always a nice breeze. And even though it was kind of the same temperature here as here, we had a breeze and it didn't feel as humid, although people there were complaining that it was humid. So I don't it know. Always, yeah, it was a little humid, I think, at the time we were there because it was raining a lot. But 
in general, yeah, even though the temperature is the same, I think you're right. It's mostly the wind. It kind of makes it feel a little cooler than Florida in general. Yeah, and you have a little bit more overcast, so the sun is not constantly pounding down on you. So that was kind of nice. Um, I also like the diverse running groups that I met. They reminded me of our running group in L.A., so I really liked that. Everybody was super friendly and super open for to new runners, so that was really cool. I think Hawaii is one of the most diverse states or something. Is it? I think so. I really like that. I really like having a diverse bunch of people. Someone so should check that. That was really sure. cool. All ages, all ethnicities. That was beautiful. And to go back to your elevation or topography, it's interesting because like, there is a limit to when it's good and when it's not too, which is... You know, if you had only really steep mountains, it's actually not that fun to run. It's well, too normally steep. places have like a mix, right? And if you want to run flat, you can. I didn't have to run Diamond Head every day. Yeah, not. I mean, Hawaii was not bad. It is a little bit, maybe a little bit difficult to find flat, flat like Florida. You know, sometimes it's kind of nice to have super flat, you know, for consistency and training and everything else. But always best to have a little bit of change and differences yes well the flat is good for pacing because if my coach says run a 730 pace it's super easy to do that because there is no hills whereas if i was traveling and he said run 730 pace there's nothing i can do about there being a hill unless you know i just don't run it it's hard to judge yeah yeah but it's nice to have hills um here a lot of us go to bridges in the mornings and we run a bridge up and down which i thought was very ridiculous when i first moved here and now i'm doing it (laughs) so what do you want to talk about today so today we're gonna talk about what we just experienced how to continue running while you're on vacation but before we go there i just wanted to give a shout out to everybody who hopped online onto facebook and joined our group our facebook group's name is speed striders and it's basically just a group of runners from all over the world people that are super inspirational. We do challenges. We just finished a push-up challenge in December, and some of us are continuing it, and a squat challenge. We did intro video challenges, all with the perk of winning a t-shirt if you get randomly selected. So it's a lot of fun, and it's just a place to have some kind of online community if you happen to live in an area where you don't have a running group. It's kind of nice to have a group that you feel like you belong to. So again, the name of this group is called Speed Striders, and we are on Facebook, and feel free to join us at any time. Fun. I think the communities are great for running, because you even, when we went on a trip, found communities to run with. Yes, and I guess you are catapulting us into our tips for today, which are how to continue running while you're on vacation. A lot of people before I left asked me or told me this is great that you continue running while you're on vacation. But if you think about it, running is something that I love. So if I have more free time, then obviously I'm going to do more of what I love, right? Yeah, it's an opportunity to do something you love in a different place, which is fun. Always fun to mix it up. Exactly. So today we're going to talk about how to continue running while on vacation. So do you want me to start or do you want to start? You can start. All right. So my number one tip is to be flexible. And with that, I mean, if you're on a certain training plan, which we all get obsessed about, for example, if you have a marathon coming up and you're, you know, a few weeks into that training plan, just be flexible because 
there's nothing worse than having your vacation runs ruined by the fact that all of a sudden you feel like you have to run your 800 meters. You don't know where a track is. You're not in a familiar area. So it kind of helps to just put all that aside and realize that we're ultimately, unless you're an elite runner, just running to have fun. And maybe your 800 meters will not happen today because you are not in a place where it can happen. So you just kind of run and go with it, right? Yeah. I would add on to that that like whoever you're traveling with, you know, make sure that they're aware too, or you can talk to them and communicate in order to carve out time for yourself and for themselves, I guess, which is what we did kind of. And we have kids too, so we always had someone to watch the kids, obviously, but we each kind of did our own thing at times and then we did stuff together. Yeah. And when you say someone to watch our kids, you mean one of us. Because we our case. have a, a mobile babysitter, unfortunately. We don't have that in our budget. <laughs> but, you know, it's exactly like that. You got to make time or take time. So if you're traveling with somebody who is a non-runner, let them know, hey, guess what? I'm leaving in the mornings and normally people are hopefully... Or evenings or wherever they want to run. Yeah. And hopefully people are receptive to that. That's a good, that's a good tip, Ryan. So what is your number one tip for running on vacation? Um, I would just say appreciate the change in environment or location like go explore you know have a fun in a new space i like i always like to you know if i were to run we i didn't do much running this time because i had my i occupied my time with surfing while you ran but um enjoy that you're in a different place and and kind of seek out something different from what you're used to yeah, and I guess that's kind of mental preparation too that goes hand in hand with my tip with of being flexible, that mentally be prepared that you will not have the flatness or the hills that you're used to, but rather have something different and then uh, be ready for that. So what's your next tip? So my next tip is check the weather, which I very gladly did. Because the first five tips of our stay in Hawaii was pure rain. First five tips? I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> the first five days of being in Hawaii, it just downpoured, downpoured. And when I say downpoured, I mean, literally, you leave the hotel room and you're drenched within 10 seconds. That's how hard it ran. A lot of the streets That's how hard were, it ran? <laughs> that's how hard it rained. I can't talk today. I'm jet lagged. So I guess, you know, the streets were filled with water. And I'm glad that I checked the weather beforehand, so I was prepared for that. And I brought an old pair of shoes, and I checked the temperature, so I knew I was just going to end up in a sports bra and shorts because it was nice and warm. But I didn't ruin my white running shoes in those first five days. Because, I mean, if you think about it, five days is a lot of running. That's five days of running. So my shoes, my feet were constantly wet, and I was happy with it. Mentally prepared. Nice. What about you, Ryan? What's your next tip for running on vacation? Um, I would try to, I would say my tip would be to um, find out or research ahead of time safe areas to run and stuff too. There's a, a lot of times you can look up like the crime heat maps or so if you have no idea of the area and that'll kind of tell you where crime is happening in the city and you can try to avoid it or try to go to places that, are, that will be safe. Other things you could do is just look out like as we, I think we had another podcast with it, like, you know, kind of pick safer areas to run like open public areas or light well lit areas or other things. That's a good one. 
And I guess um, to go with that, there's the website is called Map My Run, where you can see where other people run in certain areas. Um, also, maybe bring lights with you because we're talking safety, not just from people. We're also talking safety from traffic if there is any. But I think that's a that's a good tip. So, what's your next tip? I would say my next tip would be to find fun running groups because we do a lot. A lot of runners run by themselves a lot during the week because of our schedules. You know, we work and we have children and all that. So normally runners tend to run in the mornings or evenings by themselves. But then for the longer runs on the weekends, running kind of turns into something more social. And it seems like there's a lot of places you can find running groups. So there's the meetup groups, Facebook groups, or even posting in running groups on Facebook about traveling to certain areas because those running groups on Facebook, just like ours, have people from all over the world. So if you create a post that says, I'm traveling to this area. Is anyone from there? Do you have any tips? Likely somebody else will have traveled there or even lives there that can give you some advice on how to find groups. So I think that would be a good tip. You found a couple of running groups on your trip, huh? I did. I found the Mid-Pacific Runners and then another running group called Personal Best, which is a private coaching running group that does free runs on Sunday. And it was Really cool to meet people that live on Hawaii and have that lifestyle and talk with them and, you know, have some fun with it, get get to run other routes that I wouldn't have seen elsewise. I think that the um, running groups can also key you in on the best runs in the area quickly without having, you know, they save you some research. That's very true. So that was tip number five, Ryan. What do you have as tip number six? I would say try to find like um, scenic routes. You know, if you want to see something in particular that's maybe nearby or you want to see an area, you can go run it. It'd be kind of neat. And even if you had planned to do something that day, as you alluded to, if you run in the morning, it's kind of different, a lot of times quieter. There's maybe not people out. So you could prepare for an area that you want to see during the day by just running through or running around the area. And then you can kind of see where things are at and get a feel for it. I always like to get an over, you know, kind of a feel for an area first. I feel more comfortable. So that's why. I like that. How would you plan that? Just depends on the area. Just depends on where you want to go. You just Yeah. Like, I mean, I, for instance, like for us, you know, you, you stayed in Waikiki, you could like, you could run around the town a bit and then you get a feel for the streets and where things are and you're doing it in the morning where there's maybe not a lot of traffic and other people around. So then you can kind of get the layout of the land and then you become familiar quicker. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. What's your next tip? So my next tip is to get lost. <laughs> it's like the opposite of what I said. <laughs> it is the opposite. We are kind of opposites with a lot of stuff. Some things, yeah. So get lost, meaning forget about your pace, forget about your mileage, just go somewhere completely unplanned, <laughs> which I guess throws the safety tips out of the window too. I mean, obviously do it during the daytime and not when, you know. You think Always it's good to think about safety. So you can still do that though. I mean, you don't want to obviously just get lost in a bad area of town, but if it's in like a good area or like a relatively safe area, you can get lost. Nowadays with phones, you just find your way back easy. Oh, yeah, that too. But yeah, so don't do it at five o'clock in the morning when it's dark. Do it when it's, you know, I don't know, midday. Just go for a run and then just see where you end up and 
what you can stumble upon and then try to find your way back without using maps because that adds <laughs> a couple extra miles to it normally <laughs> when you're disoriented. But, but make sure you bring something with you in case you need it, though, or you have a way to get back. I guess that's a sub tip, right? Always run with your phone while you're on vacation just in case you need to Uber back or whatever. I do that at least once on every vacation, so... <laughs> <laughs> So, Ryan, um, that was my uh, maybe not-so-smart tip number seven. What's our tip number eight? I would say make sure you bring all the stuff you need to run with, like the stuff you enjoy and and help you that helps with you with your run. Like if it be your watches, your favorite running shoes, whatever it is. And very importantly, your Garmin charger. Your charger for any Which accessories. Which, in your case, your wife You're kindly taking a about. lot of credit for this, aren't you? <laughs> You're like milking this for the last like. Ryan forgot his charger at home, and I had packed him an electronics pack beforehand with all essential cords that I thought one might need, such as a GoPro cord and a USB-C adapter and an extra running cord and a lightning cable for his iPhone. And when I said, hey, Ryan, you want me to pack your electronic essential bag? He said, what did you pack for me? I don't need it. And then we went on vacation and I had his little essential bag and he did need it. It was helpful to have the Garmin charger. Yes. I have been hearing about this for the past two weeks. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of credit given for that one charging cable. And then there's a lot of extra cables that I never even look at or charge. Anyway. What's your next tip? So my next tip would be to get up early and run. I do enjoy having breakfast with the family. And for that reason, I don't want to miss that part of my vacation. So I get up extra early and run before the city wakes up, which is kind of beautiful because you get to see your area where you do your vacation before anyone's really walking on it. Um, I think that's kind of cool when you're in a place that normally has a lot of foot traffic and it's completely empty. I We kind of alluded to this before, but yeah, I mean, I like that. I think it kind of ties in with a few other tips is that, you know, it's easier to run when there's less people out too. I mean, depending on the area you're at, I mean, sometimes places can get busy with foot traffic or other stuff. And if you're running around people, it's not very conducive to efficient to run. But um, in the morning... You don't, um, you know, it's usually a lot more empty. Plus, you get done with before the rest of the day. It kind of makes you feel like you've already accomplished something and then the rest of the day is just gravy on top. It'll make you feel like Superwoman. <laughs> or man. I guess. <laughs> All right, so that was tip number nine. What's our last tip, Ryan? Um, I would, last tip, I guess, you know, just people watch and kind of goes along with seeking out new areas or so but like sometimes it's fun just to people watch like look at the culture and the it, depending on where you are i mean it, even culture can be within different parts of the united states or different cities even it doesn't have to be within different countries but just see what people's routines are what people do and everything else and kind of it can be fun yeah that's a good one um, yeah, and I guess that's it for our tips. So number one was be flexible. Number two, appreciate the change in environment. Number three, check the weather. Number four, watch out for safety. Number five, find running groups. Number six, scenic routes. 
Number seven, get lost. Number eight, bring your essentials. Number nine, get up early before the town wakes up. And number 10 was be sure to people watch because you want to take everything in while you're on vacation. So if you were to like give advice to anyone traveling they want to, they wants to go to Hawaii and does wants to do running, which island would you choose? I mean, just for running aspect, not for like living or other stuff. I think all of them are equally great for running. Um, but again, depending on your preferences, do you want to be off the beaten path a bit more? I mean, I guess when we went to the big island, we didn't take advantage of the running community there at all. We were only there for a few days. Um, when we went together for, when you had your interview. Um, and I guess there's a huge triathlon community on the big island because they have that Ironman there. So I'm sure all of the islands have an equally cool running community. I can see that. But this was the first time I traveled and explored running communities. Yeah, that was a good idea. I think that was... It made it more fun. They, they You said that they took you on some scenic routes too, right? Yes, the main guy of the Mid-Pacific Runners, uh, he took us and we would stop for pictures in many areas of Oahu. I don't want to name and mispronounce them right now. <laughs> Everything sounds like Kailua right now at this point, but it was really cool. Glad you enjoyed it. So now we're back and ready to tackle the running back here in Florida. So there is a half marathon in Naples, which is what well, used to be called the N Naples Daily Half. So I'm running a half marathon this weekend, right? And? <laughs> what do you mean, and? Is this a last minute half marathon? Yes. Well, the half marathon has been there all along. I just wasn't planning <laughs> on signing up for it. But I signed up last minute. And it's one of the biggest races in Florida because of prize money. And a lot of our friends are running it, and I was starting to feel FOMO. So for people that don't know what you're talking about? So FOMO means fear of missing out. Did you just learn this or something? You're acting like you just learned this, no. which would not, be, would not be surprising to me. No, I learned it last year, and then you kept saying, why do you say FOMO? Oh, you like to overuse something you learned recently. Fear of missing out. And I kind of felt that itch. And, and then, uh, you know, I was talking to my friends and they're like, well, you're going to run a hard 16 miler anyway. So why don't you just do that race? And, and I said, yes, I feel bad because I haven't done any speed work or anything. So obviously I'm not going to beat my PR, but I should be okay with that, right? Yeah. Not PB. Some people say PB, but you tend to use PB for peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Or peep, I don't know. <laughs> I'm tired. So yeah. So um. So if you're going to Naples, say hi. If you see me, if you don't know what I look like, you can look on Instagram. <laughs> and I think uh, we should wrap up the show, right? Yeah, I think you need a nap, huh? Mommy, I get done. I guess our child is telling us the podcast is over. So bye. -bye. Thank you for tuning in, and until next time. Bye. -bye. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, head to www.runningpodcast.us. And as always, have a great week of running.